Hello everybody, welcome back to the best regular schmegular podcast in the city, in the world, not just the city, but the world, Craig. Hey, no one thought it was cool to say regular schmegular until me, so if you see that popping up or whatever, tag me in it, man. They didn't think that shit was cool until I started that shit. I don't know, I started a couple things, man, I don't know. I'll be hearing it a lot in, in a lot of these uh, other podcasters' uh, pods. I'll be like, that sounds very RMF-esque, for sure. <laughs> like, everything you guys say sounds like me. <laughs> Maybe just great minds think alike. But I believe there is no such thing as a coincidence. And if they're using my words verbatim, that is no coincidence I've ever heard of. So uncanny. <laughs> so frequently. <laughs> they even motherfuckers. They even, they be stealing. I don't know, what's up with them? When you great, what they say? That's the greatest, um, um, something about flattery or something. Uh, it's like the uh, greatest form of flattery is, uh, someone imitation. There we go. I'm like, hell nah, I prefer credit. Not debit. <laughs> the hell out of here. Flatter my ass. Anyway. Ayo, they trying to make sure young thug don't come out until he a old thug, if he ever come out at all. They just announced... Damn. They just announced on the homie. State prosecutors plan on calling 300 witnesses to the stand during YSL Rico trial. It may require three and a half months. Judge Glanfield thinks it will take longer. Then they keep them in there even longer. Man. Keep them in there longer than what they already been in there. What they only been locked up since like Well, August. August, September, October, November, December. It's like four months. I think they ain't, they ain't been in there too long, man. They be alright. They ain't been in there too long. They will be alright. A three hundred. Damn. Mm-mm. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. That's why, uh. That's why, um. Gunner not getting out. Mr. Kitchens. I'm like, man, they ain't letting your ass go. They, they been got you. It don't even matter what you say now. It wasn't me. It was the homies. It was this. It was that. Nah, 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 nah. Mm mm. They ain't trying to hear none of that shit. We gonna try them all together. You never know. They might try to do separately. You know, get everybody. You know, Gunna and um, Gunna and Young Thug got the same lawyer, so you know they definitely got to be tried together. But uh, the other ones, man, tough titty for y'all. Tough titty. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cop them, please. It's better than doing life, ain't it? Just make no mistake. Young Thug gonna be gone a long time. Just on the switches alone, he gonna be gone. He gonna be gone. See, I'm still trying to say gonna. He's gonna be gone. How many years is it for Rico? Alright, let's look at it. Not only does the Rico statue... Statue... That statue... Shoot, man, these big legal words. 
provide for criminal penalties including 20 years of prison, but the financial penalties are severe. A person convicted can face a fine of either 250000 or double the amount of proceeds earned from illicit activity. Jeez, told you guys, told you guys. Here we go, let me turn this thing off. People been calling me and texting me all damn day, bothering me. Alright, here we go. I'm getting some information for y'all. Alright, they wasn't arrested in no damn Arizona. Alright, 1970, the federal government enacted the Racketeering Influence and Corrupt Organization Act, RICO. It's mostly meant to catch, like, mobsters laundering money through casinos back then. Any act or threat involving murder, kidnapping, gambling, arson, arson, robbery, which is chargeable under state law and punishable by imprisonment for more than one year. So that's already a year right there. In Georgia, RICO conviction carries a minimum sentence of five years and a max of 20 the Rico case against Young Thug Gunna, born Sergio Kitchens and their co-defendants, is a doozy. Here, someone's saying, uh, this is Vice.com. They're saying how this could all play out. Mm. Once again, you know, the indictment contains a number of allegations against Young Thug, born Jeffrey Williams, specifically including that he rented a car used in 2015 murder of Donovan Thomas Jr. And that two defendants once... Discuss obtaining Thug's permission to try to kill rapper YFN Lushi while he was incarcerated in Fulton County uh, Jail. And best believe, they got it. The police got it. They have that stuff. They have the wiretaps. They know what they said. They are not making this stuff up. And they know that the, the car that was rented was used in that 2015 murder. Even if he had nothing to do with it. Even if they acted on their own accord. You rented the car. Without the car, it wouldn't have happened. So you're involved too. <laughs> so you're going down too. Notably, the indictment also repeatedly points to Young Thug's song lyrics and social media posts as evidence of the involvement in YSL, which prosecutors claim he co-founded. Time and again, prosecutors cite photos of Thug wearing YSL gear and throwing up YSL gang signs and photos and videos online along with the lines he recorded... YSL won't fold. Pick his ass off from the balcony. YSL wipe a nigga nose. As proof that Young Thug is a member of the Enterprise. <laughs> YSL might not fold, but they sure do, sure do tell, don't they? They sure do tell. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's really a sad situation, but it's like, it's hard to really feel sorry for these guys. It really is. Um... Just simply because the pull, the feds ain't coming after you for no reason. Like, there's there got to be something something there, man. Um, do I agree with, like, using song lyrics to indict these folks? To indict, like, indict rappers and things of that nature? Um, if they're connected to, like, a murder or a crime, for one, you shouldn't be rapping about it anyway. 
but it's like a, a diary for them. You put a microphone in front of them, they just get to talking. They just get to singing. They will tell on themselves just to sound hot. Oh, that was a cold bar. Oh, man, where'd you come up with that from? Uh, somewhere. Oh, top of the head, top of the dome. It's like from your memories, from the actions that you've done. <laughs> That's how you come up with this stuff from. It's worth noting that Young Thug's Slim Life shares initials with Thug's record label, Young Stoner Life, an imprint of 300 Entertainment. Alright? That's not a, it's not a gang, basically what they're saying. It's not a gang, it's a record label. It's like, judge, like, it's the same shit to me. <laughs> Thug's attorney Brian Still wrote in statements to Rolling Stone that Thug vehemently denies the allegations lodged against him and looks forward to the opportunity to defend his case in court. Georgia's RICO Act is similar to federal RICO law. Shit, closest you probably get to actual federal RICO law right now, it's just state. What they don't know is they're going to pick his ass up as soon as he get out of there. As soon as he get out of there, they're going to pick him up. Oh, yeah. Yo, that's how they do it. You might do some time in, time in that state. Uh, but them charges, you know, they can, they can still pick you up and you could do a sentence... Uh, wherever the the feds send you to, too, like, um, someone I know, um, they did a crime, got booked, spent like thirty days in jail, uh, um, but they also had like a warrant. They did something else in like Miami, so then Miami came, um, all the way from Miami, came, picked him up, sent him, and then drove him. All the way back to Miami. They drove him. Didn't even take a flight. They drove all the whole time. Didn't feed him or none like that. But, um... Uh, to do, like, another 10 days there. Just for, just for the 10 days. I don't think he did nothing too bad. I hope not, man. I didn't really ask him no details or nothing like that. But <laughs> I don't think he did nothing too, too bad like that. But it's only, like, 10 days, 30 days, 10 days, or whatever. So, they still came and got him. Hmm. Alright. Which was designed to help prosecutors fight organized crime and take down organizations like the Mafia. See? Told you. It allows prosecutors to charge individuals who may not have directly committed crimes themselves, but were tangently involved in a criminal enterprise. Essentially, as long as someone intentionally and knowingly contributes to organized criminal activity in some way, they can be hit with RICO charges, even if they were never, say, pulled the trigger. Or robbed a bank. In Georgia, Rico conviction carries a minimum sentence of five years and a max of twenty. Nasty. Them boys gonna be sitting out. Even the ones that ain't do nothing, they gonna be sitting out if they not free already. Keep this in mind. If they are free, they ain't gonna be telling nobody. They ain't no in no open communication with each other in there. From Young Thug and Gunna, they not in no open communication with them, and they got two separate cases so the lawyer can't really be discussing the case with gunna or young thug especially if they have different charges against them he, they just got to talk to gunna then they got to come talk to young thug they probably got like a whole team behind them so you know it's easy just to keep them separate and keep them out the loop because make because the lawyer's job is to make sure that their client and only got the same lawyer or whatever but the, to make sure their client gets off whatever they have to do and i think they will consider if Gunna gets out, 
or you know time served or something like that but then there's that him smuggling drugs in the prison into the jail until they got him on too that he was involved in and that's a crime too smuggling contraband into a into a jail because you're you withdrawing or whatever that is a crime so they still got him on that people are still forgetting all this they still got him on that she who knows what they gonna do for help unpacking advice called in Jeff Grell an attorney who's been in, into litigating RICO cases since 1990s wrote a textbook about the law and teach the class on the University of Miss Minnesota Law School he see I read so good I'd be seeing all these other podcasters they read like so sloppy and they'd be stumbling over the words you can tell in school they just wasn't the reading type he waited on how the case against YSL might play out and walked us through the intricacies of controversial law it hinges on <clears throat> Jeff Grell if these defendants did what they're accused of doing it's kind of a slam dunk not that any RICO case is easy to prove but when you're dealing with blatant criminal activity like what they're accused of murder, aggravated assault, drug dealing, attempted murder all these things are clearly acts of racketeering so if they did those things you're a long way home as a prosecutor How perilous of a position would you say Young Gun, Young Thug, Gunna, and the rest of the defendants are right now? It's hard to say," said uh, said Jeff Grell. Hard to say that universally for all the defendants. If you look at Williams, Young Thug in particular, he's accused of some pretty serious stuff, but he wasn't accused of murdering anybody. So for someone like him, he's in a different boat than the people who are accused of murder. A lot of how he's connected to the conspiracies by posting videos, writing songs, and lyrics that tie him into YSL. That's one thing Rico has been criticized for in the past. You don't have to do a lot to connect yourself to the conspiracy and to be held liable as a uh, conspirator. Just promoting YSL, legitimizing them, helping their image, or their street cred, that's enough. If his intent was to advance or further uh, facilitate their criminal agenda, a lot of these criminal cases boil down to intent. These basic ideas what what you're accused of doesn't need to be a criminal act you just need to have affirmative action knowing that it's going to somehow help the criminal organization and in that way you're kind of adopting or embracing the criminal objectives of the enterprise basically that means it don't matter if you're just talking about lyrics singing songs dancing or whatever if you are helping to push or fund or give orders to help a criminal organization in any shape way or form he caught up in Rico. Just like that. Even just repping him. Wearing a shirt. Wearing merchandise like he did. You can get caught up in it. Williams' lawyers and the other defense will probably argue that they were intending to look like tough guys. They were intending to look like street thugs. But they weren't really street thugs. He's a famous rapper. Why would he be screwing around with this kind of stuff? But for the prosecutor's standpoint, it's like, look. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a lot of smoke here. Not just the song lyrics, but running the car and the other conversation that he's apparently recorded having with some of the other gang members about engaging in criminal activity, essentially playing the crimes himself. These are all things that prosecutors can use to argue. How could he not know what he was doing, as a prosecutor would argue that, you know? When was the last time you talked to somebody about, clearly, about a clearly criminal act and helped them plan it out? Normal people don't do that sort of thing. <clears throat> 
said uh, said Jeff. Why would prosecutors want to pursue RICO charges against these defendants as opposed to charging them individually for the crimes they're accused of committing? Well, Jeff said, RICO was designed to get at this idea that you don't have to get your hands bloody to be convicted of criminal activity. Go back to somebody like the Godfather. You need to be a person who's actually pulling the trigger. You don't need to be the person who's actually on the street corner selling drugs. You need to be anywhere close to criminal activity. But if you're operating and managing a criminal enterprise that you know is engaging in criminal conduct, then you can be hit with RICO. For a traditional conspiracy charge, you have to have pretty direct evidence of someone saying, go kill this person, or here's how I would kill this person. It's pretty specific, whereas RICO claims is a lot more general. It's just knowingly operating and managing the enterprise that engages in a pattern of racketeering. You don't have to do any crimes yourself. You don't have to know specifically what's going on. You don't have to benefit from what's going on either. So for the people at the bottom, see, there's a bottom and there's a top. See, what what they going after is the top. They need a nice, nice poster for this young thug's face is plastered all over this Rico. If she, just the fact that the, the DA in Georgia has done this in Atlanta is monumental. It is monumental. It is, she basically just changed the whole, changed everything overnight. Shook up, basically shook up the, the hip hop industry. Uh, I would say even shook up law enforcement. I'd say it, uh, it gave them, um, gave some law enforcement a little bit of more boldness to, to go after these people that they've been sitting on for so long. Like you're right, you can't get all these guys off the street at one time. You know, Bengal Freddie, you know, they're trying to pick up seven. And you ain't even got to know. You know, why are you getting picked up? Hey, we gave him, we gave him a shirt just to rep. That's all it was with just clothing and merchandise. He's a part of the label. I don't matter. He's a part of this now, too. And those are the people that's going to tell. The longer they sit in there, they don't tell. Because they don't know nothing about this. I've read the charges on some of these boys. Only thing they got against them is the fact that they even know this dude. The fact that they even know Jeffrey. <laughs> and that they know Gunna. That's all they got like. because they really ain't do nothing and they will profess that they didn't do nothing either they will they will talk before they even get a lawyer they they've already made proverbs um proverbs is it proverbs whatever like to the officers a lot of them assigned proverbs already to the officers and those are the people that they just got and were like oh man i don't know why i'm here man i didn't know none of this man i'm just doing this but as I said before, uh, when I was in high school, maybe like even eighth grade, you know, the word was going around that this dude was really a step up. Like young thug really is a step up like that. Like he really get busy like that. Like he wear pink dresses, paint his fingernails, wear makeup, and he'll really hurt somebody. <laughs> like for real. Like that is exactly like the word on the street is about this man. Like, he will really hurt somebody. He is not for the games. Like, not for him at all, either. Like, will really hurt somebody. Dressing all. 
pull up out the pull up out the caddy with the skirt on, busting shots. That type of <laughs> for real. So it's like it doesn't surprise me. He's been kind of telling on himself for a couple years now, hasn't he? They've been watching him since 2015. <laughs> Maybe longer than that. 2014, 2013. They won't really say when they've really been watching him for how long, but they got enough on you, bro. <clears throat> All right. Aside from what you've already described, are there other things Rico allows prosecutors to do that they can't do without Rico? Well, said uh, said Jeff. Well, Rico gets a lot of publicity. You probably wouldn't be talking to me if they had just charged these guys for aggravated assault or whatever. I'm trying to put people on notice that this kind of conduct isn't going to be tolerated, even from big musical artists. You want to get it out in the media. So that's one big advantage of Rico from a prosecutor standpoint. It's a pretty picture. It's a bulletin board. Just filled with them. It's like a a billboard even. That tells the other folks that are committing these crimes that this shit will not be tolerated no more. And it's probably too late for them to stop. The people that are still committing these crimes and still going out and being rowdy, it's probably too late for them. They probably already have something on you just waiting to pick you up. And they prefer to pick you up in groups. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, man, don't waste no manpower like that, man. We, we can't even spread the manpower right now, man. Pick them up in a group. Wait till they get caught up doing some more stuff. Because as you can see, they let a whole murder go on. Alright, pay attention. They let all of these things occur. Things the same thing I said with the bankroll Freddy situation. They let all these things happen. Yeah, um, that man got murdered in 2015 with the car Young Thug rented. What of it, they say? He'll do some more stuff. Let's just rack this up. Let's never think, why haven't I got caught with this stuff yet? They let you do it. They let you do it. They'll let you hang yourself. Let you even pour the pour the oil on your pyre. <laughs> Keep going. We need more stuff. We need more stuff. And the more you get involved, and the more stuff you do, and the bolder you get, because they know they've been doing this for a long time. That these criminals get emboldened. They get emboldened by these type of things, getting away with it, thinking they'll never get caught. Like I said, my granddad has a saying: "You might get by, but you don't get away. <laughs> you might get by, but you don't get away." Uh, There's a difference. All right. And uh, once again, blah, blah, blah. 28, so instead of having 28 smaller cases, um, just in terms of allocation of resources, prosecutors' offices do, don't have unlimited resources, contrary to what people think. And like I said, they prefer to pick up all y'all at once. Basically, that is what he is saying. Um, as a defense attorney, you want to sever your clients from the bigger prosecution if you can. You want to argue that there's not enough commonality that is a matter of due process and it's unfair to have a client associated with all the other wrongdoings of what's going on. There will undoubtedly be a lot of motions like that where defense attorneys will say, it's not fair because it's guilt by association. My client's accused of doing two out of the 300 things that are listed in the indictment. 300 witnesses and 300 indictments. Wild. My client's just going to get lost in the shuffle. 
and they're just going to get convicted, literally guilt by association. That's the argument that the defense makes, and of course, there's some truth to it. A defense attorney is going to say, nope, I don't want you to focus on the whole big umbrella. I just want you to focus on my guy. Uh, maybe they screwed up, but they're not part of this enterprise, and they shouldn't be found guilty just because they went to junior high with someone. See, like I told you, I haven't read this article before, by the way. It's just like, even if you just know this dude, he gave you some money. watching you just as well as they were watching him at this point in time. They don't care if you borrowed a Snickers bar from him. You had $5 for gas. They don't care. You know him? Ah, you know something. See, that's what they figure. You, you, you know him? Oh, okay. Oh, you gotta know something then. And so I'm thinking of all these witnesses. Shoot, they're gonna be like, what'd you hear about King Slime? And they call him King Slime, bro. I was like, yo, they trying to burn him. He's like, is he the one that lurks in the shadows? The one they call King Slime? I was like, yo. Yo. They gave you a moniker like an evil villain. <laughs> like his dude's Darth Vader or something. Hey, that's the picture they're going to try to paint. Not sure if they got enough evidence on him, but hey, with this smoke, there's fire. And like they said, there's a lot of smoke and he's smoky in here. It's smoky in here. Mm. What are some of the challenges prosecutors face when they're trying to successfully convict people on a RICO charge? A lot of it is getting people to cooperate. In this indictment, there are a few claims of witness intimidation, obstruction of justice, that sort of thing. That's very common when you're dealing with uh, illegitimate enterprises like this alleged to be. People are afraid to talk, usually for good reason. That's a huge challenge. The other challenge is just that these are complicated cases. As a prosecutor, you have the burden of proof, and you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, not just a pre-ponderance of evidence, not 50-50, it's got to be the way over the guilt side. So that's always a concern for prosecutors, making sure you can articulate this very, very complicated legal theory to the jury, and you can get the evidence to the jury so that they, so that they can tie all the pieces together and arrive at conviction. As a defense attorney, you can just knock out one pillar that's holding up the structure, and the whole structure is going to fall down. As a prosecutor, you got to build the whole building, and you've got to know it's got to stay built. So, your burden of proof is proving without a reasonable, without the shadow of a doubt, that this occurred. And if it didn't occur, you cannot prove it. of these things. You can't do it. That is how it goes. So they have to prove and have evidence that Young Thug is King Slime. That he is the one doing this stuff. That as the prosecutor said, he's the one in the shadows. Making these things happen. They have to be able to prove these things. That is the challenge of a prosecutor. You have to prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt. All of it. 
got enough evidence to prove some of it, though. Ain't no doubt. Hey, man, I'm not naive enough to think this boy gonna walk away from this unscathed. Somebody gotta pay. That's what they looking at, too. Somebody gotta pay. Shit, who it gonna be? That's probably how they addressing them in the, in the interrogation room, too. Hey, hey, somebody gotta pay. It don't even have to be you that pays. You ain't gotta pay. You know who we really after? We after Young Doug. We're not even after you. You really just got caught up in this, man. I'm so sorry. You getting away you getting with that soda and some 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 beef jerky and a whole pack of cigarettes, man. Them boys spill their damn guts. Boys <laughs> get to telling all type of secrets. For sure, no doubt. That is a, that's a fact. Give me that room with a, with a good Pepsi, good soda, Seven Up. You want a Seven Up? You want a burger or something? I know you must be hungry. You've been here all day. You know we picked you up pretty late. You know I, I understand. You know, that type. We didn't even mean to pick you up, man. We were just doing our jobs. I'm sorry. It's like, ah, oh, damn. My boy didn't. They didn't. They didn't got my boy. He's like, he in there telling all manner of secrets. <laughs> Probably secrets he don't even know. But he telling what he know. <laughs> Probably secrets he don't know, but he telling what he know. Oh, we is a bar. That's a bar. Hell, telling what he, he telling everything, too. It's like, you don't leave anything out. If y'all leave anything out of this deal, man, the whole deal off, you better tell us everything you know. You want another Pepsi? <laughs> you, you still thirsty a little bit? You go to the bathroom or something like that? It's like, oh, yeah, right around the corner, man. Just just go ahead. Come back here when you're done, though, okay? Baby even taking him outside to smoke. You need some air? Hey, let's go, let's go get some air outside or something. Bring him right back in. Clear their head. That's how it go. Um... I want to talk a little bit about Young Thug specifically. From what you saw in the indictment, how bad do things look for him? And how compromised does he seem to be? I haven't seen the evidence. Evidence. <laughs> I doubt anybody outside the prosecutor's office has seen the evidence. It appears as though they've got recordings. Maybe they had phone taps and listening devices. And obviously he's posted a lot of stuff on social media. He's screwed in one way because he's going to have to spend a lot of money on attorney fees. Even if he's totally innocent, even if he wins, he's going to have to spend a ton of money. And then, if you believe what the indictment says, there's evidence to support all that he's, I mean, he's, uh, support all of that he's, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. If the evidence is strong as the defense attorney's looking at, writing on the wall, you would want to advise your client to take a plea deal and try to get as much of a reduced sentence as possible. But again, you have to review all the evidence before you can even advise your client to on whether to take a plea deal or not. And then, if you have that opinion as a lawyer, it's always your client's call. Williams will have an army of lawyers focused on him as long as he wants. So get, so you can expect him to fight it. And the longer he fights it, probably the better plea deal they'll get. Just reading the indictment, I as a lawyer would rather be on the prosecutor's side than the defense side. But of course, we don't have any access to um, exculpatory evidence that the defense may have. And we don't know their side of the story. Alright guys. It's getting long, man. They did a whole interview with this guy. Jeez. I said, uh, probably could be a year. It's probably, it's basically saying it could probably be a year since they really go to trial or whatever. Basically. So you gotta be careful year-round, man. Jeez. 300 witnesses. They not playing no games. And even if that is just a scare tactic, you know what I'm saying? 
which I believe it is, definitely a scare tactic, and to let the, let the, because we haven't heard a little bit about Young Thug and YSL in a minute, like a month or two, so it's probably just to be like, alright, this is still in the media, this trial is coming up, we trying to get 300, but we also trying to push back the pre-trial and the trial day two on them, it's like the longer y'all push, man, the, the better deal you gonna get. Ooh, man. It's like I don't think they're targeting these guys. I believe it's a. It's like because some people will say, "Oh, they're targeting rappers." It's like no, they're targeting criminals that just happen to rap. There's a difference between the two. If they're just coming after regular rappers, you know, they would they would have very little to prove in open court. But they are coming after criminals who happen to rap committing these crimes. Okay? <laughs> they just said coming after him for no reason. That's also why I say, uh, freaking, uh, little dirt gotta be careful, man. Come like, they can still book you on any, any manner of charges from you violating whatever probation you want, for being around them boys that you still with. That is a violation of your probation. Like, they can still pick, they can literally pick up Little Dirk almost whenever they feel like it. I've said this many times before. I don't know what they're waiting on, but you can almost smell it in the air. If he's not next or whatever, they're waiting for something. They are definitely waiting for something. So, um, it's all a matter of when they, when they come for you. If they decide or choose to come for you then or later. It's all in their hands. Remember guys, you can't know what you don't know. If you knew better, you'd do better. They're trying to cook my boy. They're trying to cook young thug. Like I said, they're trying to make sure he get out when he old thug. When he old thug. <laughs> But if you knew better, you do better. You guys know better. You know, make smart choices. You know, really pay attention to who's riding with you and who's just riding with you. Alright? If you guys see that in someone else's flipping podcast, please let me know. Because it is some BS if they're still on even the, the outro and shit. Okay? <laughs> let me know. Like, comment, share, subscribe. We're going up, guys. I can feel it. I can Not only do I feel it, I see it. Views are going up. People hitting me up trying to get, you know, guest appearances or coming out the blue. I don't know why I just haven't done it yet, you know. Um, just been in, like, the mood lately. Just a mood. Um, neither good nor bad, you know. I pray about it. Uh, you know, I talk to talk to God about it. But, um, yeah, just in a mood a little bit. Just been down a little bit lately. So... Just trying to get back up there, but I still see them views climbing. I see the, I see us getting there. Long years, man. We've been waiting a long time for this. Putting all that work. We're still here. All right, stay here. I like you guys. Okay, thanks for being there for me. I appreciate it. See you.